Welcome to the Business Reboot Podcast. We're here to pull back the curtain of entrepreneurship and help you fall in love with the business of your business. We know every step forward is a chance to be more aligned in purpose, grow businesses that create impact, and live the lives we work so hard for. Sometimes all you need is a reboot to get started. Hello, friend, and welcome back to another episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. We are so excited to be talking to you today all about showing up as yourself in your brand. Here's the thing. Last week, we talked all about being authentic in your brand. And you may have thought like, Drink okay, up, drink up, I drink up. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, we did. We did another, another round of authenticity drinking um, game. But you may have thought like, okay, y'all, that sounds good. I'm on board. Sign me up. But like, how do I actually make that happen? How do I show up as myself? So today we're going to help you do just that because we have a whole list of tips and tricks and ways that we have found our best when looking at how to show up um, as yourself in your business. Right. Okay. So, but here's the deal. They're not tips and tricks. These are proven tested, true, real things to do tips and tricks. when you, when you're telling, okay, they do some tricks. That ain't it. That's, that's all. They're just tips and tricks. <laughs> it's really the alliteration. Else, but. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. But so here's the deal for us as a brand, like we want to dig in. Okay. Here, like Corey and I, we are not champagne and caviar people, but we are also not like PBR and Funyuns. Okay. We're more like, like, I can't tell you the last time I had a Funyun, but I will tell you that Ruffles came out with a Funyun potato chip last year and they are by far the best potato chip ever. I know they are good, girl. Look, potato chips are my love language. They are my number one snack food. Why, why did y'all need to know this? It doesn't matter. Okay. But we're not PBR and Funyun people it's on either. Brand. Okay? It's on brand. It is. It is. We're, we have attention yes. issues. Yeah. Um, potato <laughs> chips, squirrel. <laughs> what day is it? Okay. But Corey and I are more like tapas and martini kind of girls like that's where you're gonna you're gonna find us and and I will tell you that if you are bold enough to tell people that like that you're that kind of person you're gonna find more people that are exactly where you are than you realize realistically like we're I'll just be hundo p will you we're not country club people either I mean I'll totally go to an event instead of country club or go to a meeting but that's just not where I'm gonna hang out but you know if you would love to meet up at a coffee shop or like a local lunch spot so we can and talk or plan, you know, like I'm totally in. That's literally where we would meet clients for years and years and years. There's a little wine bar that's now called the Pine in Athens. It used to be called Aromas back in the day. And I cannot tell you how many clients I met over a cheese tray and like a glass of wine at 5 p.m. It, yes, it was my love language to these people. But, you know, we're we're not going to wear three-piece power suits and heels. And I'm going to be honest, I'm going to read this to you because I have to because mama wrote it and it is making me giggle. But Corey <laughs> wrote, I don't even own heels right now because when I have plantar fasciitis, I threw them all out. I really did. Uh, no, you did. I, like, I know I'm you did. I'm too old for these dang heels. Throw them out. <laughs> I, I'm too old for my feet to hurt. No. Listen, no. but here's the thing. I Listen. can't wear heels either because I look like a baby deer. I look like all those sweet, like 19 year olds in Vegas that walk around, like they got blisters everywhere, but they refuse to take off the heels. Well, like listen, that, that's not going to be us. No, no. And I told Kevin, I actually might have to wear like my Toms or Hoka's with my ball gown to the Marine Corps ball this year. He's a guest speaker. And I was like, yeah, I don't own any heels. I'm going to have to figure that one out. He just looked at me and shook his head and walked to the other room. Like, yep, yeah, that, that is on Listen. Brand. That is why I I bought a pair of Golden Goose because they are sneakers and they are luxury. And that 
combined combining his powers created the shoe that I will live in for eternity. So, you know, but we're, we're just, we, we decided, and we mentioned this last week in our episode that when we were building a brand together and when we were going to morph and grow in our brands that we both individually had, like we had to step into who we really were and know that those were the people that we were going to call in the people who were willing to meet us where we were because we were going to serve them the best there. So like, let's just go through some practical examples and practical ways that you can utilize things like your marketing and your social media presence to show up as yourself. Like what does that look like in everyday business? Right. So for example, first thing, client experience. How do you make people feel when they work with you? Um, Are you giving them a luxury experience or is it like meeting at the fair over a funnel cake? Like what is the kind of experience? (laughs) Okay. First of all, I would meet you at a fair over a funnel cake. Okay. I really would. I'm not trying to say that's who I am as a person, but I really do like funnel cake. Okay, we just became that meme where it's like, if we can work together, we promise we'll behave. And then they're like, (laughs) church laughing (laughs) and can't get nothing done. Okay, we are going to get back on tap. I mean, this is on brand for us, but I'm sweating now, but it's fine. Okay, it's because her plantar fasciitis is flaring up. I sit in my closet surrounded by my non-heeled shoes. Well, okay. 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 Sorry. Whew. Bring it back, Corey. Bring it back. Woo-hoo. Okay. Client experience. I got to not look at you. That's fine. That's fine. All she sees is funnel cake when she looks at me. <laughs> okay. Back to client experience. So how you make people feel when they work with you. Number one is things like, do they feel seen and heard? Are you showing up to serve to the best of your abilities and really listen to what they need from you? When you meet with people, are you timely? Do you show up ahead of time? Or are you always running 15 minutes late? That doesn't create a very good client experience. Do you respond to emails in you know a timely yet professional manner within the, the you know, confines of office hours, if you will. Um, Are you delivering the services or products in a timely way, uh, efficiently, and and you're proficient in what you do? All of those things help create a really stellar brand. And like I said, it could be on either end of the spectrum as far as really luxe or really casual. That that doesn't matter. It's it's who you are, the brand that you're building, and um, the types of clients that you want to serve. But no matter what, a stellar client experience is always, always, always important and is going to help your brand be successful no matter what. Right. And, you know, if it's on brand for you to always be late, like my mom, I love her. She's going to listen to this podcast episode and be like, I'm not always late. Yes, she is. She really is always late. (laughs) I have to lie to her and tell her something is at one time and let it be a different time. But if that's like, but if that's, if that's part of your charm, then it's not annoying. It's only when you pretend that it's not, and then it really is. And then you keep showing up late and people do not think it's endearing. They think it's the worst. So, yeah. And so part of your client experience, are you somebody that gifts a lot? Do you love giving gifts? Because if you show up with somebody and you're not a gift giver, you're going to be disgruntled about the 850 you're spending every time you meet with somebody. (laughs) Or are you the person that's like, here, take all my money, just be my friend. If that's the case and you end up implementing that in your client experience, it's going to be seen as endearing. So in your experience that you're giving your clients, making sure that it matches up with who you are and who you want them to, to know you as is just utterly well, important. And could I say real quick, I wasn't planning on mentioning this, but this is a perfect example. For instance, when I was doing a ton of senior photography work, 
I would show up and the moms and the girls and the guy, the boys too, would be like, I feel like I already know you. Like, I feel like we're already best friends. That was part of who I am as a person. When I meet somebody, I'm going to hug you. I'm not shaking your hand. Like you are my new friend. If you are in my world, we're going to find a way to be friends. And so I treat my clients like that. I show up on social media like that. Why are you laughing? I'm just thinking, and if you have funnel cake, I'll kiss you on the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) That's the next level right there. But I haven't had a funnel cake in years. I'm gluten gluten intolerant, so I can't even eat a funnel cake. But I'm just telling you, I dream about them sometimes. Anyway. God love us. But that was part of the brand, the client experience, because that is who I am. That's how I authentically built my business and brand. And so that was part of the client experience is that you're not just a client, you are actually a friend and you become part of the Corey Frazier photography family. And so that is part of building out a stellar experience too. Okay. Next. Okay. Next. Let's just an example for your marketing. What marketing materials do you use? How and where do you market? If you're, you know, Dunkin' Donuts, you're not marketing to the Whole Foods community. Okay. If you want to reach people who love sugar and caffeine, like they thrive on it. You're not looking at a crowd that likes, you know, sprouts and oat milk, even though I do love an oat milk latte. But you you just make sure that like the people that you're trying to reach, the people that you believe would connect best with you, like those are the people you want to reach out to. I would fail utterly if I were reaching as a coach for women who were in power suits and stilettos and, you know, running Fortune 500 companies that cared zero about who they had to step on to get to the top. I'm not them. I'm not for them. I'm not for them. I can work with people who work for Fortune 500 companies. I can coach women who wear the power suits, but they've got to have a certain posture about themselves that is going to allow for growth. And and so it's like you just have to match up who you're serving and how you're going to serve with the clients that you're marketing to, because if not, there'll be an utter disconnect. And y'all, that that ends up being something that you have to apologize for later. Um, you know, if if you say, I can help you with this job. And then you get in there and you're completely overwhelmed and you're not transparent with them. And you can't go to them and say, Hey, this, I just actually can't do this after all. Um, it's going to make you look bad. The best way to prevent that from ever happening is to not take the job in the first place. So don't call in people who are not going to be a match for who you are and how you serve. Absolutely. The next thing is your social media. Are you showing up consistently and authentic- authentically? No drama. Like your authenticity mm-hmm. needs to like hide the crazy. No drama, please. Hide the crazy. Do you know how many times we have to say that? Tuck your crazy back in, I baby. Mean, tuck, tuck it, it in, in, baby. Tuck it. Tuck but it here's in. the thing. You need to remember that your social media is for your business, especially as a business owner. And it's not your playground. If you want social media to be your playground, then get you a Finsta account. Uh, if you want to have political debates and all the mamas of teenagers, you know, and if you don't, I'm about to educate you on a Finsta. You have a, a public facing Instagram account and then... Sometimes the kids got a finsta where they're living their authentic life, um, which is what one of my girls said one time. She was like, no, you can't follow my finsta, even though I requested 500 times because she was like, that's where I'm like having conversations with my friends. And I'm like, well, you can't have that conversation with me. No, mom, I can't. So anyway. Well, and then that's the case where I say, well, then you don't get no friends. I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, listen, it used to be I'm going to take your car, but now that's, that does not work when they are as old as my girls are. I was like, bless it. You're a good human. I'm, I'm trusting you. But in terms of adults and business, owning a business, you know, it's just, it's not your playground. It's where you're there to do business. You are there to show up and make connections and be friendly, but also be very careful about, you know, how, how you're doing that. Um, so, you know, we also hear the saying like, 
what we're meant to repel and attract. You're meant to push away the people that are not meant for you, which is what Melissa was saying with the marketing piece and to attract the people that are a thousand percent. That is accurate, but you shouldn't do it at the expense of other people's feelings and the success of your business. And if you are using social media as a playground to test out all sorts of debatable topics, you you really might feel the backlash of that. So um, some people have built this very successful brand on that being right. their brand, and that's fine. But if you are looking to grow a business where you are serving or selling a product, um, be very very careful with that because it can get it can get tricky. So just look at your social media content through the lens of is this on brand and on point for the people that I'm trying to serve um, and call into my business. Right, right. Okay, so another example would be uh, with in-person networking. Get out there and shake a dang hand. We have a whole episode about that, right, where we're talking about and teaching you how to go up to people and introduce yourself and tell them what you are and what you do and all the things and shake their actual hand and not be so weird in person. Um, I love the internet, but it has made us awkward. It is what it is. But your brand is you, right? So when you show up and you're representing who you are and what you're doing within a networking capacity, like that can be a game changer. But I'm going to go, I'm just going to say this. This is just a pro tip for all the ladies out there. Y'all, if you're going to some semblance of like networking event, please don't dress like you think everybody else will be expecting you to dress appropriately for the occasion, but be yourself. You don't need a $350 dress to look and be successful. You don't need to, to present yourself in any certain way to fit in with the crowd. I will tell you, um, and, and I'll just use a country club example. Like, and I know people who go to the country club who are amazing and they love it and they feel at home there. That is just not me. Like I, I just don't. Um, and so when I go to somewhere like that, I feel so out of place. Am I out of place? No. Is it me projecting it on myself? Yes. I am very aware and that is fine. I have accepted it, but, <laughs> but I will tell you when I go somewhere that feels like it's going to, like, I have to be fancy it makes me feel really awkward. And then I will mull over what clothes I'm going to wear and how I'm going to, my hair is going to look like I make it much bigger of a deal than it needs to be for me to go introduce myself to people who I can really serve and help like people who need me. If you can walk into an event and go, I am going to make myself available for people who need me. It will completely um, like change how you're looking about how you're looking at what you're going to wear to present yourself in because I'm going to show up where people need me. And so if that means I'm showing up, you know, to the country club or I'm showing up to uh, the fair with a fiddle cake, uh, I was going to say honky tonk, but I I really don't like country music. I would not go there, but uh, the fair with a funnel cake, you know, I did so many engagement portrait sessions of fairs. I never did get not one funnel cake. I really didn't. Oh, you missed I'm out. Living, I'm, you're making me live in regret. Anyway, okay, that's all. Next. <laughs> but but here's the thing, too, is that this is this is just, first of all, caveat, you know that Melissa and I are women of faith. And so a lot of times when I'm about to go into an event that maybe it, it is a little nerve-wracking, maybe <laughs> you're wondering, like, do I even know anybody in this room? Um, but I also know that networking events, we all know, networking events, especially now as we're coming out of the last couple of years, networking events are so important and so impactful. But here's the thing. What I want you to do is just close your eyes for a second in the car and say a quick prayer. If you are a praying person, mm-hmm. um, and if you're not, just just put it out into the universe. But 
look at it as not what you're going to get out of the experience, but what are you there to serve? Like Melissa said, there's somebody in that room that needs what you have to offer. So instead of it being about you, I'm not dressed appro- you know, appropriately. I don't, I didn't wear a $350 dress or, um, you know, I'm X, Y, or Z. I'm too much. Some people deal with that. Is like, I'm, I'm too, too much, much for that, other people. That and is so, something that's, yeah. And, and that is something that impacts us. We're, we are for everybody in, in regards of knowing who you are and being okay with it. That is, that is part of building authentically on, on who you are, but say a quick prayer and just say, Lord, I know that I am here to serve in some capacity or you wouldn't have opened the doors for me to be here. So use me, inter- you know, have me be introduced to the people that need me and let me leave um, a lasting impression and then walk into that room with your head held high and know that you are there to serve. So Next point. That's right. That's not where I thought you were going, but that was good because no, a thousand percent. I agree with every single second of that. Um, But I really thought you were saying, because you know that Melissa and I are women of faith. And when we go, we, I thought you were going to say, we have to make sure our boobs are covered. (laughs) I was like, we do really have to be conscious of our tops. Well, modesty could be important in some rooms. You know. Others, you might want to unbutton. I'm just saying. I, I'm totally joking. I'm totally joking. Oh, um, God. Okay. That also, was funny. What is also on brand for us is that we are crazy and silly. That, that, is, that, is, that is what we do. So, okay. The next one is your copy. Something yes. that has been very helpful for Melissa and I, and Melissa is our communications expert, um, write like you talk. It might be an unpopular opinion. And if you haven't been here long enough, just know we are here for the unpopular opinion sometimes. But even if you're using AI, don't copy and paste it from ChatGPT, please. Put it in your own words. Your copy should never sound, uh, or should always sound like you are in the room. It shouldn't sound like somebody else wrote it for you. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, I actually worked with a copywriter one time, and she had me make a list of things I say all the time and the things that I would never say. And I kind of was like, well, I don't even know where to start with things I would never say. So she gave me a list. She's like, would you say this? I was like, no, I would never say that. Would you say this? No, I would never. So she just kind of sent it over to me and I was able to kind of circle things that I would say and circle things I would not say and then leave a list. And then she used that to help me with my website copy because I was kind of stuck, which was why I hired the expert. But it still needed to sound like me. It still needed to be like written as if I was saying it. So that's something that is very important, right? Like you talk. Right. And I do that. And it's funny. That means there's going to be a lot of ellipsy. And is that, is that ellipsy, ellipses, ellipses, you know, a little three dots, basically. I'm one run-on I'm, sentence I'm a, when I'm I walk. Girl. That's right. I'm so, impressed that you even know what that is because I didn't know that. I was just, I call it dot, dot, dot. I love it. Okay. So the next thing to think about is, you know, another way you can show up is be authentic in the images that you're showing with your brand, right? So showcase what it looks like to work with you. Don't mimic other people's brands and, and just be yourself. You know, if you've ever never met a client and gone to like a cattle ranch, then don't do a brand shoot there. Okay. You want to call on the right people and your brand visuals are going to do that. They are there to stop the scroll. So show you don't be, you know, all like Vogue editorial. If your big thing is something much more casual than that. So just know, and we've done it. Oh, we've done it. I can tell you this, like learn from our mistakes. We've done it where I look at, for instance, I remember my senior pictures in high school that I paid $9 million for, from a local photographer who was, he had the he had the hub of senior photography in the like cup of his hand and it was, and his pictures were beautiful and they were great, but it was, it was all about the experience and all about the final product. And, um, I remember I wanted to wear a button down, 
dress shirt so bad. I don't know why. That was like the trend I was dying to get into. Mm-hmm. Please, Mama. Mama, let me get a button-down pseudo spandex shirt <laughs> buttoned all the way down. Please. And I remember, um, and I liked the pictures and it was fine, but I remember I felt so out of place in that. Like I would have felt so much more comfortable in like a short sleeve t-shirt or a dress that was way more casual. Like that, it's not me. So just know that what people see is what they're expecting. You cannot sell what you do not show. And um, which it. then means you got to... You got to show what you're going to sell. So um, you you set people up for poor expectations when you don't have your branding images match how you're serving. Right. And if you are, like we were said too, like Vogue Editorial, if you're all about stilettos and a three-piece business power suit, um, but you, you that that is that speaks to a different kind of brand and that's those are the cli- kind of clients you're going to be calling in. But if that's not authentically who you are and you actually show up for zoom coaching calls in a t-shirt and jeans, I mean, like there's a disconnect. And so people will pick up on that and then you lose their trust and their confidence in the fact that you are going to show up and deliver because your branding and your marketing and your imagery don't match. So take it from a branding photographer, please, please make sure that you're telling the authentic stories. You're going to say authentic about one more time. I am. I got, I got two more times to say it. Don't worry. About one more time. Don't worry. I got two more times. All right, Corey. Okay. Just tell us this last thing. Last one. Your wish list for the next seasons, the projection into your future growth is very, very important when you're looking at your branding, because here's the thing. You aren't meant to be the same human and business owner all your life. Like there are going to be new seasons and circumstances that are going to come into your world to make you a different person. Therefore, a different business owner. If you started a business before you had children, guess what? Running a business with three little ones under the age of five is hard. It's different. You have to be Mm -hmm. a different kind of business owner. So begin looking ahead. Where do you want to be in one year, three years, five years, 10 years? Your brand can and should go with you, especially if you are strategically pivoting and growing. And so be projecting and, and looking at what what could be a possibility? It doesn't mean that you can't change your mind when you are five years into business. Melissa and I definitely have. We would have never dreamed, you know, what, 10 years ago, five years ago that we would have mm-hmm. the business reboot, but here we are and and loving every single second of it. Um, but our, our brands were able to sustain adding another business to it. So start looking at how you can um, dream, but then also create the brands you're wanting to create. Yes. I love that. So just some like final thoughts here. Just know that many of us are too busy chasing what everybody else is doing that we forget to figure out who we are and who we want to be and and how we want to serve. And that is something that we could like talk about for eternity. So just, just know that like showing up as yourself in your business, being present and being aware of who you want to be and how you want people to interpret you when they're working with you is huge. And that, that those, there, there is no like magic sauce. It's just you and what you've got inside you and the way that you love people and interact with people and communicate. And you can do that and show up in a way that feels real and comfortable and shows people who you are and be the most impactful entrepreneur that you possibly can be. Um, you are so much better off serving as yourself than trying to be somebody else. So just take that, put it in your pocket 
and save it for whenever you need it. We thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram at Business Reboot or visit our website at thebusinessreboot.com. We'll be back next week for another incredible episode as we are closing in on one full year of doing this podcast. I know, I know it's coming up so soon, Um, but uh, we will be here next week with another episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. 